Hey, 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 Leadheads. Welcome back to another episode of the Talking Lead Podcast. Leducating the uneducated for how many years? That's right, 10 years of Talking Lead goodness. And we're bringing you more goodness. And we've got lots of education in this episode. More from the 2023 SHOT Show from the Caltech booth. We've got in this episode, we're bringing you Mission First Tactical. Our good buddy Dave Edelman and sponsors of the show have two new holsters that they've released uh, since SHOT Show. Uh, They've got their Pro Series holsters, which it has three new patents on this holster that no other holsters have. Uh, It uses an inline mag system for retention. So you're doing away with the screws and the the washers and and all that nonsense. Uh, So they're going to tell you about that in this episode. And they have a new belly band holster. That's right. So for you carriers that like to go low profile, lightweight, easy on, easy off, the belly band holster for Mission First Tactical is going to be awesome. You don't want to miss that interview. Also in this episode, we've got Deb Ferns, who is the founder of the Women's Outdoor Media Association, and Lanny Barnes, who is a three-time Olympic biathlete, and she just so happens to be a pro three-gunner also. Uh, They're going to talk about some cool things they've got going on. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the, the old front sight range, but they have taken that over, and it's now called Prairie Fire. They got some new cool shooting events coming up at that facility that they're going to be talking about there. Also, in this episode, we're going to be talking about IWI's new Carmel, the Carmel Rifle. It's a short stroke gas piston, fully ambi. It's got a two position gas regulator, all kinds of cool features. Tom Alabrando, which for you AK Corner fanatics, uh, Tom has been on the show. On the AK Corner, we talked about the Uzi. So Tom knows his stuff, and he gives you all the inside dope on the new IWI Carmel rifle. Also joining us for that interview is our good friend Yehuda Reamer. And Yehuda has a new book out, uh, and you've probably heard, we've talked about it in some of the previous episodes there, but this is the actual interview that we have with Yehuda on his new book, Bullet Points. Reasons Why America Should Embrace Common Sense Gun Laws. Don't judge. Listen to the interview. You'll get it. So all that and more in this episode. Tune in. Make sure you go and show all our sponsors some love and support. Keltec. Go to Keltec Weapons. Use the code LEADHEAD. Get a big fat discount. 15%. Same thing with Mission First Tactical. LEADHEAD. 20% off anything there on Mission First Tactical's website, and that includes those new holsters, uh, you can get the discount 20% off Mission First Tactical. And of course, Seal One for all your gun cleaning needs. Go to Seal One and Seal One and Done. Clean, protect, lube your firearms. And use the code LEADHEAD for 25% off on Seal One. So some other big news we got going on. NRA. So for you LEADHEADs that are going to be attending NRA, we will be there. We're going to be at... The Keltec booth. That's right. Keltec is sponsoring us uh, for a second time. They did us at Shot Show, and uh, they're hosting us for NRA. So that awesome booth that they've got there. You heard us talk about it. You've seen pictures. If you're going to be attending NRA, and you should, it's on. It's an indie, easy to get to. Uh, 
pretty reasonable prices uh, as far as hotels and whatnot there in Indy. So come out and see us at the Caltech booth. And I believe I've got the number now. Let's see. It is booth number 8263 at NRA. So those who are coming out for the annual meeting uh, in Indy for NRA, come by and see us at the booth. Let me know that you're there. If you come by and I'm doing an interview, tell somebody, hang out for a minute, and uh, I'd love to talk to you, meet you, shake your hand, tell you how much I appreciate all your support uh, over these 10 years of the Talking Lead podcast. And uh, we're, in, we're in talks, so I don't know, but we're, you know, we're trying to stir up some kind of big, awesome giveaway also. So uh, come by, and as, we get, as I get more details and it's closer to the event, I'll let you in on uh, you know all the goodies and, and cool things that we're going to be doing there from the Caltech booth. Also, I'm trying to and I want to set up because I didn't I didn't get the video with the podcast at Shot Show. I want to set up some sort of a multi-cam system, camera system, video recording system. So if any of you leadheads are proficient in that and know anything about that, I need some help. I need uh, tips on equipment, software. Uh, set up, you know, how all, you know, how all that works. Uh, but then that, that way I'm going to be able to bring you guys even better coverage for these events that I go to. So, uh, we can get you some awesome video along with our, our interviews like we normally do when I record the, the podcast, we put out a video. Um, so this, this will help me do that too. And live broadcasting. So it'll give you a lot better quality with that too. So if any of you leadheads are proficient with that, talkingled at gmail.com. Email me and uh, let's talk. So there you go. That's enough of the uh, the pre-show. I'm just going to go ahead and roll this in. You guys enjoy these interviews. And we got, we got lots more from SHOT Show coming. So uh, stay tuned. Be on the lookout. Um, we've got interviews from uh, Keith Garcia, three-gun champion Keith Garcia. We've got the guys from LEO. They've got some new products. Um, we've got Ken Campbell from Gunsight. We've got Carrie from Stilettos and Shotguns and We the Female. We've got an OG episode that, oh, that I did with Professor Paul Markle. That's a funny one. That's a good one. Uh, and we've got a couple of guys who deal with human trafficking, Nick and Carell. And uh, very interesting interview with those two guys. So. Those coming up, we've got James Reeves with the Firearms Blog also coming up. So lots more from the 2023 SHOT Show from the Caltech booth. So make sure you keep an eye out because these are dropping quicker than a marsupial hyped up on cocaine. Hey, 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 leadheads. We're back. This is day four of the 2023 SHOT Show, bringing it to you from... The official headquarters here at Keltex booth, and kicking off day four, what better way to do that than with our good buddies and sponsors of the show, Mission First Tactical, Dave, and this is Bobby's first time on the show. Yeah, it is. Right, you're a new guy, new guy, new guy. Yeah, but hey, I got to spend some time with you in the, in the desert. So. That's right, we did. Bobby and I were at the gun site um, event that lockdown put on, and man, was that not fun? That was awesome. We had a awesome. great time there. Something's sounding weird here. I don't know what it is. Maybe that microphone. There we go. That's no, better. That sounds more better. Good. I got mic was hot. Um, but yeah, so uh, that's where I got to meet Bobby, and uh, 
Mission First Tactical, obviously here at SHOT Show, everybody likes to release their new products. You guys have some new products that we're going to talk about, but, you know, Bobby kind of gave me a little inside dope when we were uh, in Arizona, and I've been looking forward to this. So uh, you guys have a new holster. It's not just a new holster, but it's a whole new system. Exactly. It's a whole new concept for holsters. So, Bobby, talk about your new pro series here that you guys have yeah awesome yeah so a little history about this is that um we've been working on a on a holster that uh, is going to be legendary that's going to be something unique something that's going to hit the market and 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 resonate um so we were tasked by uh, an agency a uh, professional agency uh, that wears a gun every day to make something um stand out and uh, so we did. So uh, it's called our Pro Series line. Uh, we do make this uh, system. It's a system, actually, and uh, it's not just a holster um, where you can just drop in a handgun and it just sits there, right? So we put a lot of time and effort, a lot of engineering, a lot of R&D uh, into this platform for, for professionals, hence uh, Pro Series. Right. So, um, so that's obviously uh, the commercial market is going to get this holster as well. And they're going to have a top-of-the-line holster. It's almost impossible nowadays to get a concealment holster with one patent. So, yeah. looking at this, looking at this holster, uh, we were able to squeeze out uh, three remarkable um, technologies uh, to get uh, to uh, get us to three patents. So, um, it's a it's a nice, phenomenal holster. So, in, in layman's terms, what he's talking about is there, there's a lot of new technology that didn't exist prior in holsters. That you're going to get in this new Mission First Tactical Pro Series. Exactly, exactly. So let's talk about. It. Let's break them down one by one. Yeah. So it's a, it's a lot going on in this holster, but it's a simple system. Uh, we're not being by systems. We use everything uh, built into this uh, holster with advanced technologies. So it's basically new to market for us. Uh, number one is the inline magnetic retention system. So I L M L S. Excuse me. <coughs> So what we do is we use a integrated neo magnet. So if you can think about this uh, while you're on the show here, we use a system that uh, indicate, indicates and locates right on the muzzle of the barrel. So once the handgun locks into place, it's there. So we've got a strong neo magnet, 11 pound pull. So we eliminated any other locking devices. So that's what's unique about this is there's no other retention for your firearm. It's the magnet that does all the retention. Very clean break. And it is a extremely clean break. Yep. And then we eliminate any tension screws. We don't have to worry about if you put uh, excessive belt pressure on the holster if you're wearing it inside the waistband. Uh, so that's a negative effect. Uh, with the shell of this holster retains rigidity, so the handgun just goes right in. The magnet sucks it in. You still hit that audible click, and you uh, once it's uh, inside your pants, you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> That's and, uh, what she said. About a about a hundred year life on that magnet. So. I was going to ask. That was going to be my question. Is you know the only only concern or question I would have would be the life of the magnet. So the the magnet's going to outlive you. Yeah. So and, uh, again, real quickly talking about that is yeah. that um, so we have a weapon light holster and a non-weapon light holster okay so the cool thing about this is what I like because I shoot a lot I test products and I go down range I love my weapon light holster but I don't like cleaning it 
you know, as you guys know, the carbon buildup on the on the lens of the light is a pain you have to clean. You got to do that. Yeah. So I wanted to have a system where I can remove the weapon light and still use the same holster and run the same drills and get the same retention. Exactly. It and also you can do that with this. It also That's the great. retention does not key off of the light, so it's not a yep. failure point. And if you have lights in the similar footprint, they'll also fit in there. Nice. I like that. Yeah, it's fully ambidextrous. Um, right hand, left hand. We can go with the standard belt clip. Or Inside, we got, outside. Yep. You got the different clips that you go. Now talk about this uh, portion, and I'm pointing at um, for our listeners. You don't know what I'm saying when I say this, but I don't know what you call it. So. It's called the Optimized Mechanical Advantage Ambidextrous Belt Claw. Whoa. <laughs> That's a mouthful. What's the acronym for that? Uh, the claw. The claw. Right. Okay, so, there we go. so a lot of uh, a lot of people in the in the commercial uh, IWB space, uh, they're very familiar with the claw. Uh, so, looking at uh, several other manufacturers, uh, we, we again we we're talking about uh, our our engineering software that we use. We kind of determine where the uh, key points are for a fulcrum, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so a lot of wings are way out to the side. A lot of wings are too close to the body, which isn't really doing anything. So uh, me and uh, my team engineers, we looked at it and said, hey, you know, let's try to keep this streamlined as possible, but get the same effect as, as a claw that's sticking way outside. So right. uh, with our uh, software, we're able to determine where the fulcrum point is along with pressure. Uh, so. With that, we designed a claw system that's fully ambidextrous and fully adjustable, uh, not only up and down, but also for, uh, uh, for um, we call, y'all. How can I say? Well, that too, like yeah, yeah, we like that. But I didn't want to get too technical. So. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so, so for s smaller belts, uh, you know, you can adjust that claw for like an inch and a quarter, inch and a half. So it's fully adjustable to the customer. Nice. Very good. Yeah. So that's number two, patent. Mm -hmm. Number three. Yes, is our vertical wedge. The vertical wedge. Yes, sir. So it's built in. Um, now, a lot of people wouldn't notice this just right off. They're just like, okay, that's cool design. I like that. But this actually, this wedge that we're talking about, uh, it's hard to describe over the... Um, for the podcast but you guys we've got a nice video on our instagram page uh, where bobby explains this as well but go ahead yeah so it's a, a built-in it's a revolutionary design uh it's designed to bring the top of the holster close to the body so um if you just picture like a doorstop right so that wedge system uh just place that on the uh, side of the holster and you're on that wedge your belt makes contact with that wedge system. So what that does is built in and it pushes the handgun close to the body. Uh, so- Physics. A, yes, so a lot of engineering, a lot of design went into this. Uh, so uh, we were first to market with this idea. Uh, a lot of, uh, from what I've seen, just doing R&D, a lot of other manufacturers are putting uh, foam pads, yeah. etc. So a lot of, it's not a one size fits all. So what this is gonna do, um, let me see if I can get this mm -hmm. in layman's terms Go ahead. and correct me if I'm wrong but <clears throat> there's been times and it depends on what pair of pants I'm wearing um, my gun will tend to lean outwards uh, instead of, especially if I'm not you know I have my shirt over it but even then if it's a loose shirt 
it'll still tend to, you know, my, my body pushes it outwards anyway. This is going to keep it from doing that. It's going to keep it snug. It's going to keep it in. So less, I guess, printing uh, for us I, in the military, I'm sure, or law enforcement, I'm sure they don't care. But, but still, it's still going to be closer to the body. It's snug to the body. Everything's nice and tight. And it's not dangling, I guess. Right. So you don't have it dangling out. Exactly. So uh, with it being ambidextrous, right, so with this wedge, it has to be uh, on the other side as well. So during testing, what I did find uh, is that the wedge acts like a doorstop while it's against the body um, in, uh, in weather uh, that's uh, very sweaty. I'm in Florida. Yeah. I was testing this in and out of vehicles, and um, I'm like, man, some of my other IWBs, you know, they were, you know, dropped down uh, under, underneath my belt line and it was impeding my grip. Right. So with this system, it helps prevent that. That's like a stop. So it just it just stays in place. And it's Very just, nice. Yeah, it's a good feature. I dig that. So that's your patent number three on this. So a three patent holster. New, new concept. I don't think there's any other company out there that has a magnetic retention system in their holsters. Nothing like ours. Yeah, nothing like you guys. Um and that's the that's all the retention that you have to worry about. There's no um, thumb releases or no friction, no screws. You know, I don't have to worry about losing my screws at the range now. You know, we were at Gunsight. You yeah. know, it's a prime example. All those uh, those little washers and the screws were you know they were all over the place. You know, where people um, the screws were coming loose. So that's a nice feature too. Yeah. Plus, it's cutting down on the weight. Yep. So it's even lighter now. Streamline. You don't have all that that screws and and uh, washers and things. So yeah, very so nice. Another key thing about this holster, um, so that we got to follow the market trends. So right now, most of the folks are running red dots. So with that, is right. paired with uh, the tall co-witness sights. So we, we looked at that as well. So all our holsters will accommodate red dot sights and uh, also the co-witness sights. So we got a generous sight channel. Uh, so we don't have to worry about our sights hanging up. Um, so Good for point. you guys, yeah. So Great for point. you guys that yeah. run red dots and co the sights, this holster system's for you. Yeah, suppressor height. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sights as well. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. Great job, guys. Thank uh, you. Are you the? Are you? Is this all Bobby T or Bobby M here? Yep. That's all you. Yeah. Nice design. Yeah. So, but wait, there's more. Um, so there's the holster, and the name of the Pro Series is? The Pro Series, IWB. Okay. And uh, as you mentioned, Leadheads are hearing it first. This is a soft launch at SHOT Show. We're going to do a full market launch in about 60 days, where we'll have Glock 19, 6365, Glock 43, 43X, uh, Hellcat, and then we'll just keep building the fits from there. There you go. Fantastic. Can't wait to get mine to show the Leadheads. Uh, and then the custom printing is going to be available on these two Leadheads. Yes, sir. That's coming yeah, that's, out of our custom shop. I know that was the next question coming out of their mouth, so we just we just answered that. Uh, and now let's talk about your your next offering that you have here, newest offering. So, guys, we were tasked by a customer to come out with a better mousetrap for a belly band. Okay. There's hundreds of them out there. Just go hit Amazon. And better all, belly band. Better belly band. What we found is that they're all giant neoprene sweat pads for the most part. Yeah. The retention is terrible. Yeah. There's not a lot of safety or thought into that for function. So what we did is we brought it into our world. So instead of neoprene, we use a 3D spacer mesh from the body armor world. 
super breathable, antimicrobial, comfortable, comfortable, machine washable. Yeah. So you're going to sweat on it. Oh, yeah. We make it as universal as we can. So from 26 to 52 inches, there's there just you a, go. a wide variety, wide variety of, of waist sizes. Mm-hmm. You just uh, male or female. Yes, sir. Just cut the self-sealing uh, material with the with the soft loop to size, and you're good. Cut to go. it down to size. Cut it down to size. Yes, nice. Sir. Now, what I liked about it when I, you know, the first thing I noticed was that you've got a lot of administrative real estate on this for additional, not just your firearm, but you know, other things, magazines, you know, pins, your money, wallet, you know, whatever. There's, there's all kinds of other useful spaces on this, I mean, which is smart. You know, why not make use of the entire belt? You know, talk about that. Yes, sir. So we made it uh, ambidextrous and we made it uh, one size fits most firearms. There's a QR code that'll take you to a list of approved firearms. There's also a sheet in there that'll make sure that if you put uh, another firearm in there that we haven't tested at, at HQ, that you do it safely. Will it fit a judge? <laughs> we have we have not tested We haven't not tested the judge? I think it's outside the realm. That's that's <laughs> gonna be a question. That might be custom. Yeah. <laughs> we might have to make a custom ankle holster. <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll cut a slit for into some of those other administrative areas there, expand it, I don't know. But it does fit a, a wide variety of um, of firearms, so um, you know if you if you carry multiple firearms or different uses, if you're going to go jogging or you're going to the store, you only have to buy one. There's a hard laminate in there that protects the trigger guard. Okay. Uh, again, that safety feature. And then another nice thing that we did with the help of Bobby is we angled, we slightly angled the uh, administ the administrative pockets. I'm sorry, not the administrative pockets. We slightly angled the accessory pockets so there's no interference with the heel of your gun. Oh, look at that, yeah. So if you want nice. to carry spare mags, knives, flashlights, pepper spray, chapstick, uh, really it's whatever you want to put Not going to interfere with your draw. At all. At nice. All. No, sir. I um, like that. So your light, your knife, your extra mags, you got it all right there in this, this nice, comfortable, secure belly band. Yes, sir. And then uh, at, to your point, yeah, the administrative pocket. So we got two admin pockets with YKK zippers. Yep. Big enough for a tourniquet credit card, a backup key, some cash. Some, I mean, if you're in Vegas, you know, you rubbers. <laughs> I like it. I can uh, fast fast uh, walk jog with it, so it actually retains the, the firearm well. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, too. So um, another use for this, if you guys, you know, you're out exercising, you know, you're doing your jog, you're doing your run. Um, I mean, I'm not going to. Look, yeah, if you're in the gym, I'm just going to say, if you're in the gym. Yep, you got a spot for your concealed carry permit. Got, got a spot for all that stuff, and it's so secure that you can wear it while you jog or run. Yes, so, sir. That was that was walking the dog. Yeah, we tested it on a treadmill. Got your sweatpants. <laughs> I mean, this is going to be like this. Face it. You know, you ever put a holster on sweatpants and sweat? You know, it just pulls your pants oh, down. Oh yeah, I hate it. You can't run. You can't jog. You can't extra because it's bouncing around. It's jabbing you. And this right here is going to give you the ability to do all that extra excessive movement and not worry about or if you just want to uh, run into the house real quick and you don't want to have to put your pants on and your belt on and your holster on so it's just like a quick just grab it yep. duty belt yep. a lot of the uh, ladies and some other folks out there that wear dresses that don't have the you know the waist belt yeah this works great very nice I'm doing yeah with this. the medical grade uh, velcro yeah. it's awesome so i'm just i'm just going to go through here and read 
or maybe I'm not because I don't have my readers. <laughs> I was just going to go through read. So we've got the package here. So thanks to Colby for running this over. This is awesome. Um, read the, the list of features and make sure we went over everything because this thing's got a lot. Yes, sir. Okay, so MFT belly band features. We have a hard laminate trigger shield, protection for maximum safety, two elastic sleeves for spare magazine, knives, flashlights, and pepper spray. Anything else you could think of? Whatever. <laughs> Two secure YKK zippered storage pockets for credentials, cash, keys, phone. Breathable 3D spacer mesh allows for more airflow and increased comfort. Flush fit on lower back and waist for ideal concealed carry. Adjustable fit for all day comfortable carry. You know, sometimes after lunch, I'm going to let it out a you little bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. The material's stretchy, uh -huh. so it'll move with you. Secure, soft, medical-grade hook and loop fits up to 52-inch waist. So we didn't really talk about that. But uh, one of the things Bobby noticed doing some T&E is that we used the softest, smallest medical-grade hook that we could. So if you misalign it, it's not going to chew you, chew you up. Oh, okay, day. nice. Easily worn without a belt. I'd actually prefer it. Sure. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to wear that with a belt. Can be worn with active wear, sweats, and leggings. There you go. There. My point exactly, right there. And, then, and this is called the... Right now it's the MFT belly band, okay. but I, I gotta tell you, um, based on the response at the show, there's gonna be several versions of ah, the MFT belly band. There's okay. more coming, guys. All right, so like additions or... Yeah, what? just different diff different versions for different reasons, you know? Okay, all just, right, just give like, me an example. Or should, or should we not say that? Because we don't I, want somebody camping your style. I can go ahead and tell the leadheads. There's okay. going to, right now we have a, a, the design just about finished. On, on I don't know what we're going to call it, maybe minimalist or maybe light. Yeah. But we're going to remove all the admin, and it basically just holds the firearm. So sure. if you're going out for a jog and you don't want the weight or you're a small-waisted person, mm -hmm. uh, it's a much nicer fit. Okay. It's a little slimmer, maybe? Much slimmer. Okay. Much smaller footprint. I dig that. I yeah. dig that. And uh, I didn't mention it, but uh, MSRP on this guy is forty nine ninety nine with a map of thirty nine ninety nine. Thirty nine, a lot of value. And as always, leadheads, you can use that talking lead discount code on these new products: the holster, the belly band, uh, and get that big fat leadhead twenty percent discount. Yes, sir. Hey guys, go to the website. These will be in stock in a day or two. Fantastic. Are we getting other colors? We will, and we're also playing with an idea. I think that you're going to love. So just uh -uh. like. Uh -oh. Just like our custom program, right, with our special makeups, where yeah. we have fun with holsters and mags. Yeah. We want we want to have fun with the belly bands. We want to. Oh do, no! You're going to be able to print on these too. We're trying to work it out. Okay. You know, some Batman belts or He-Man belts or, or you know WWE WWE belts, belts? Uh -huh. <laughs> yep. MMA belts. Yes, sir. Rocky Balboa belts. Oh my gosh, that is genius! I love that. So uh, leadheads, look out for that. We're going to have some fun. Probably do monthly giveaways like we usually do. And I don't know if if we can figure it out, maybe we'll sell some. There, maybe we'll sell some. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, guys, this is great. Bobby, first time on the show. Yes, sir. Thanks I, for having me. I've got this line of questions that I ask. I'm not going to ask all of them, but I'm going to hit you with a couple of them. All right. New guy, new guy, new guy questions. All right. What was your first handgun or rifle that you shot? That you Man. All right. So I go way back. I, obviously, as you know, I shoot professionally. I've been uh, in the circuit now for, I'm going to my 25th season. Um, but I started shooting when I was seven years old. Seven years actually, old? Actually, I pulled the trigger when I was six, but I uh, really started getting into it when I was seven. Do you My, remember the the firearm, that the first one you shot? Yes, it was a Ruger single-action 22 Magnum. Nice. 
And was that like a family member's, your dad, your yeah, grandpa's? Yeah, yep. So my brother got me started. He's a retired SWAT sergeant now. And um, he ran the range and then uh, all the tactics for uh, his agency. Um, I was always there at the range, picking up the brass and, and whatnot. So at the, at the age of 15, I got introduced to the uh, Israelis. So they came over uh, to, to my brother's uh, training unit and, and uh, did some training. I was picking up the brass and we were running MP5s to go through the shoe house. Uh, so these guys were like, hey, have your, have your brother you know, run through the course. And, and um, I've done it several times, but yeah, nobody this watched. This is at age it, 15. Yeah, <laughs> so I started uh, rocking MP5, go through the shoe house. Sweet. And then uh, these Israelis were like, holy crap, this guy's a phenom. So at that point, I didn't know exactly what I was doing. I was just watching. Just having fun. Yeah, I was just having fun. But I was learning and watching what these guys were doing. I was like, I could do that. But uh, I carried that uh, through my military career and got out and, and uh, jumped into holsters. And um, yeah, so here I am. And here you are today. So, I mean, you obviously got some sort of an engineering or, or you know, technical background. Mm-hmm. Talk about that. Oh well, it's just automotive. So my my ah. engineering background is automotive because uh, we got a lot of people from the automotive industry that have come over to the firearms industry. Yeah. So coupled with that, you know, the, working with that knowledge and learning, uh, you know, some of that engineering, and then also being a shooter, right? So being, being, being a shooter, wearing what I design, and and being with professionals on the range and and uh, just picking up nuances and, and, you know, understanding their language. So that's the, a lot of the stuff behind my designs. And, yeah. and uh, so, yeah. So do you have law enforcement background? I do not. Okay. Military, not. law enforcement? Just military. Okay. Yeah. So and talk about that real quick. Just uh, yeah. Where it's, you serve? Huh? Oh, you Army. Serve yeah, yeah, Army. U.S. Okay. Army, yep. yep. So. Very good. How many years? I did uh, five, so I, had to go. I, got, uh, I got out too uh, early. <laughs> you so. got to. You should have stayed a little bit yeah, longer. I right? stayed, yeah, I got. Uh, you know, I had some medical issues. So yeah, well, you know, life happens. Yeah, life happens. Uh, being in the war, so that's what happens to you. If you could uh, spend the day at the range with any one person or a group of people, whether they're alive, dead, or fictional. Well, um, have, going, have you run through these questions? Yeah, it was a long time I, ago. I thought <laughs> you had. Yeah, I thought you had. Well, going way back, um, so. Shooting the shooting sports, uh, I shoot IPSC, USPSA. I uh, got one guy that uh, really uh, took me under his wing. Um, he was a law enforcement officer up in Washington State. His name's Yong Lee. And uh, Yong's another grandmaster uh, up in Washington State, but also Travis Tomasi is another grandmaster world champion. Um, so we, we hit the range, indoor police range. Uh, yeah. I used to drive over two uh, two hours just to get there to sort of train with these guys and and uh, so yeah I owe a lot to, to Young Lee and Travis Tomasi to get me where I'm at uh, in the shooting sports so uh, you know some other guys that are really really good friends yeah uh, but uh, yeah those two guys at the top of my head uh, okay yeah. yeah that's a great group of guys I'd like to yeah. spend the day at the rooms with you guys yeah what if you could bring a fictional character into this who would it be with your group First, first thing comes to mind. Superman. How about that? Superman. Ooh. Okay, there you go. Man of Steel. Man the of Man Steel. of Steel. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't. He has no need for a firearm, but it would be cool to see him yeah. wield his, uh, you know, powers with a sig or something. Yeah, that'd be sweet. That's the first time anybody said Superman. Yeah. There you go. Nice. Good job. Good job. I guess I'm the trendsetter. You're the trendsetter. <laughs> this question is for both of you. Um, if, not if, yeah, if, if you could eliminate. Anything 
any one thing for 2023, just make it completely disappear, go away, never to return, what would you have eliminated? That's tough. So it's either the ATF or the federal income tax. Nice. Uh, um, I'll give you two then. <laughs> you, you get two. <laughs> I was going to say no tax on gas. <laughs> no tax on it. Just no tax. Just yeah. stop it. Stop right yeah, there. There you go. Yep. Yeah, because that's theft. Taxation is theft. Thievery. Well, good deal, guys. So how's the show been for you? It's been absolutely fantastic, Marty. I got to tell you, it feels like before all the nonsense. It's kind of kind of getting back to normal, except yes, for that guy that just walked by with the astronaut helmet on. He had a big, <laughs> a giant clear face mask on. Yeah, wow. it, it was. Uh, but maybe he needs it. Maybe he's got something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. protecting the rest of us. God bless him. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, more coming from MFT this year. Yes, uh, sir. We got we got some more stuff planned. Not just uh, this we, stuff. We got a lot of really exciting stuff coming this year. Nice. Obviously, you and the Leadheads will know everybody else fantastic so guys make sure you stay tuned because all the exclusive happened here on the talking Lead podcast and the discount codes nobody takes care of their listeners better than talking lead and our sponsors like mr first tactical and caltech more coming from the 2023 shot show day four final day of the talking lead podcast the official lead course here at caltech Terry has an affinity for reliability and function. A former Navy SEAL and Tier 1 operator, he approaches things from a practical performance perspective. Whether he's backpacking in a remote wilderness area or out on an arduous hunt in austere terrain, he's got a go big or go home approach that's tempered with a minimalist mindset. Take what you need and nothing you don't. Terry truly appreciates the Keltec Sub 2000. This 9mm semi-automatic carbine folds in half to tuck neatly away in situations where space is a premium. It may be a pistol caliber, but its 16-inch barrel translates to velocity, which translates to power downrange. The rifle features Picatinny rails and M-Lock attachment points, so he can accessorize it the way he needs it for every hour. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. All right, so what would you think this is, just looking at it? Uh, the inside of a pen. Okay, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what, what it looks like. I so, think it's a new spring for a new, something. A new spring for something? Yep. Okay. Dooley? So that is the AR-15 takedown tool. And it's where you use it so it's an, a hammerless impact device. Anytime you got to drive pins in and out, so when you're breaking down your AR, down, we'll pop the top. This goes over instead of grabbing a pen or a pocket knife to slam Finding a pin, hammer to... You just drive that and it drops it right And it drops your pins. Oh, that is... Is that wow. not cool? That is, that is awesome because I'm always grabbing something and scratching up yeah. the outside of my... Yeah. So they, they have Ink that. pen or something yeah. that you're not supposed to be huh. pushing your pins Is with? that the new product area? Uh, so I don't know I where you got it. They're, they're downstairs. They have a booth right downstairs. But the other part, this slides through your receiver to put detents in the front. Put your detent and, detent and spring in. Yeah. Rotate it out of the way and then you slide the other one through so you don't have to use a razor blade when you build them. Right. That's smart. Huh. That's handy. Yeah. Is that not? Yeah. Here, I mean, you don't, fiddle you don't with find, it. find many Fiddle with it while we things. talk. 
Okay. <laughs> You'll probably find all kinds of other uses for it. They've Who got knows? A whole set now that'll do block pens and everything like that. That's awesome. So, You're uh, looking at me cool. like I ever clean my own gun. Well, you don't. I, I know you. you don't. I, it's I, one of those I things. It's like it, if you if you use them, you know, you use the takedown and you're taking your and you see this invention, you're like, why didn't I think of that? Oh, yeah. 100%. The, when, the first time I got my hands on one, I'm like, this almost makes me angry because this is such a <laughs> it's, it's so genius. It's simple and <laughs> okay, but so genius. Okay, so on that same vein, uh, years and years and years ago, when we were at our Babes with Bullets camp, and Guy from uh, Uplula comes out and puts it up Lula over the top of the magazine, and the girls can't get... I mean, their thumbs are split and everything, and puts it up Lula over and pushes it down. The girls tap. They're like, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> Something that was just squeeze, push, and the spring compresses, and you stick a bullet in. Because when they're loading two and 300 rounds a day, they cannot keep up with it without their skin just going, mm-hmm. right? Well, yeah, especially the last couple rounds, to try to get those in there on a... A brand new magazine. Especially is, if you're cold. You don't have good grip strength. Oh, no. Or yeah. any of the Sigmigs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are those big 60-rounders that you, you try to live? Yeah, definitely. Deb, welcome in. Well, thank you. We appreciate you uh, taking the time to stop by the uh, the Talking Lead booth here at the official lead quarters at Caltech. Well, I'll tell you what. We Of course, we're pretty familiar with Caltech, so yeah. this was the next step in. And uh, when we were running Babes with Bullets Three Gun Challenges um, down at Kay and Jerry Mitchell's place, uh, that we, we were always, Caltech was always a big part of that. Could you name dropping. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying because Kay is our head instructor of our Babes with Bullets. Lanny was an instructor for many, many, many years, so I could drop names all day long on people oh, I you know. would know. Uh, you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could drop names I probably didn't even know. There we know, go. I should know. That's right. Right? So, Deb, you are new to the Talking Lead Podcast. Introduce yourself to the Leadhead Brigade. Okay, so Deb Ferns. I'm actually out of Tucson, Arizona. Um, started shooting when I was age 5-0. And um, bottom line is I thought to myself, you know, I'm, I'm an empty nester. Kids are, are gone to school. Uh, let's go out and have some fun. Started shooting IDPA, then USPSA, United States Practical Shooting, then started shooting three-gun. So Kate. you started this last year. Oh, you're so good. Here we are 19 <laughs> years later. We started Babes with Bullets in 04. Uh, just a little over 7,000 women. Um, just a little a, over seven. Wow, for you guys a, have alum. grown. So um, uh, Kay Mitchell was our head instructor. Uh, Lisa Munson, many-time national and world handgunner, um, you know, was our senior instructor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lanny Barnes, um, Athena Lee, you name it, uh, Maggie Reese. All so all of our female instructors are all uh, national and world champions. That is that is something to be proud of. No I'm doubt. thrilled. And, and one of the latter that you just mentioned happens to be here with us. That's right. So my Lanny. Inter- introduce your guest. Okay, so I brought with me uh, my Lanny Barnes. Um, giving people a little bit of uh, a background, when Lanny and her sister Tracy were still competing as uh, three-time Olympic biathlete, I said to them, when you're done competing for biathlon, I said, you're coming to be a Babes with Bullets instructor and you're going to join my board of directors for our charity foundation, <laughs> Women's Outdoor Media and Association. I, and you cannot say no to Deb, can you? <laughs> no, I, what I didn't realize is that when she when she said that, that it was going to be a, a, a lifetime sentence. So, uh, yeah, I've, I've been trying to you know pull away and things like that, but um, Deb go? and I are... 
Well, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Deb and I are going to be doing things for the rest of our lives. That's right, right. Yeah. because we're family. We're family. Yeah. I see that. Lanny, welcome in. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for taking time to join us. We met a couple of years ago, or maybe a year ago. I don't know. It was. We can't remember the name of the event, but it was one of those events down in Georgia somewhere. Yeah. Uh, had the opportunity to meet you. I guess it was you. It wasn't your twin sister. I, well, I don't know. You, I mean, you, know, you guys you, could you, probably pull that off, right? You, you actually never know. I mean, a lot of people, they're like, hey, I just saw you last weekend. And I'm like, did, but did you really? But did you really? <laughs> yeah. Did you? Yeah. yeah. I mean. Uh, and are you really Lanny or is Lanny just taking a nap right now up in the room? I, <laughs> I wish Lanny was taking a nap. I mean, that'd, be, that'd, be, that'd be smart of her. But yeah, it's, it's so much fun being a twin. The best thing that ever happened to me, I think. And you know, for Lanny and Tracy both, we shoot a lot. We've shot a lot of three gun competitions together. Um, and I will tell people, you know, obviously learning how to shoot at age 50 and then starting to compete. Um, I was afraid to take on heavy metal division, which means I'm shooting an AR-10, um, a, a 308 POF. Yeah. I'm shooting a 12 gauge and then a staccato 45 cal single stack. Oh, bless your shoulder. And she said, "It's." She's the one that said to me, you got this, girl, you got this. And to coach me through the whole thing, to be the first super senior woman to ever do that. And you know what? I'd go out again and do it tomorrow. That's how, how, that's how big a difference it means when you've got somebody that will help you take it on, show you the ropes better and better and better, and then uh, come back and say, even if you had a bad stage, what did you learn yeah. and how would you do it different? So we, yeah, we have a great support system, but but the honest truth is, I didn't want to be the only person in the industry that was called crazy. <laughs> no, um, no, it's it's awesome that you know she stepped up to do that because there's a lot of men that wouldn't step up and shoot. Oh, that, absolutely, that division, yeah. So. And we Pretty got sponsored one. by Fioki, and that helped because ammo is a big part of ammo costs uh, money. Yeah, ammo costs money, and when you're just shooting a 308, it's. Every time I pull that trigger, I go, ooh, a dollar twenty-five, a dollar twenty-five, ooh. So it was uh, wonderful. And then um, when Lanny and Tracy uh, were off the Olympic team, and uh, they were with me on the Women's Outdoor Media Association, we're a five hundred one c three, started in 09, and we raised money. And Lanny could, Lanny's a big part of this. We raise money for. Uh, other women's organizations, Foundation of Women Warriors, mm-hmm. um, Soul Sisters, which Lanny could tell you about. Um, we also do Reese Across America, and we also, yesterday, as of yesterday, did Fall in Blue. So we give all of our money away to other worthy charities. And nice. Lanny, so you're an org- a nonprofit that gives back to other nonprofits. You got it. Isn't that interesting? Well, we're, we're a little different. And it's WOMA. Which WOMA. Is the WOMA.org. WOMA.org. Well, yep. another big part of the WOMA is not just giving to other charities. It's it's also promoting women and shooting, hunting, fishing, and archery. Because there's not... You look in the this industry and majority of the stories and, and articles out there are on men. And obviously, they're a big percentage of the industry. Sure. There's not as much uh, stories on all the amazing women out there that are doing some pretty incredible things in all those those different activities so our goal is to try to to find those women uh tell their stories and and you know help shed some light on on some of the amazing women out there and lanny of course um got me going in hunting Ooh. and so uh, now i do a lot of hunting programs with Kay. what are you hunting and uh, what do you like hunting well What's your favorite? What's what you your favorite think? hunt you've been on so far? Uh, her favorite hunt was her hunt with me when she fell asleep in the blind. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew we were going to share that. Yeah, I knew I knew we were going to share that. Um, I will tell you though, I do very much enjoy the elk hunting. 
Um, oh, I, yeah. I hunt elk, and uh, we do a lot. I take a lot of lady veterans. Mm-hmm. Lanny's introduced me to a lot of lady veterans. That we hunt hog. You hunt hog. Now, when you do the uh, the elk hunt, are you doing the rifle, or are you doing are you in archery? Uh, I've done both. I did archery for the first time uh, last November. Okay. And I uh, had never done it before. Okay. And Lanny was the one that said to me, "You don't. You you're gonna have to try it." Before you just say you can't, yep. and I'm like, oh, 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 but it worked out really well. I got a big cow elk. Nice, and congratulations! Then, um, and then the what? That's a congratulations. Well, thank you. I well, appreciate it. I just it. did my first archery hunt this year. Okay. And I didn't do I didn't do a compound bow because I didn't have enough time because I, I wanted to do it ethically, you know, obviously. So I, I got a crossbow. Yep. And uh, I got I got a nice uh, nine pointer in Tennessee. Wow, that's very I good. Took one down, and uh, I got some of the jerky over. I'll share with you uh, maybe a little bit we later. We like that. But, yeah, mine was a compound. I, I am I am, uh, want to get into the compound bow, you know, of aspect of the the archery hunting. So here's, that's here's my the next thing goal. I'll tell you. But you got to practice. practice. Yes. Practice, practice, yeah. practice, practice. Yeah, definitely. and so um, then what? And you know, going out from there because it's a very integrated. One of our big sponsors for She Never Quit. We have awesome sponsors. Awesome. Uh, Staccato stepped up through Lanny and said, "We're going to keep helping you with um, a, you know, some good handguns to raffle off, auction off, yeah, uh, practice with." And then through uh, Staccato, we got involved with another event that's going on right now with Prairie Fire. Okay. And nice. um, I, I, you know, you and you and I were talking about that real briefly, and this is the Prairie Fire spokesperson because they basically bought Front Sight out of bankruptcy. Yeah, we we took over Front Sight on December second, bought them okay. out of bankruptcy. So for our listeners who don't know about Front Sight, tell them tell them. Yeah, about so what, Front what Sight is, is a, a, a absolutely beautiful uh, shooting facility, about forty five minutes southwest of Las Vegas. Okay. Um, just. Right, right outside the town of Pahrump, Nevada. And they have uh, about 50 ranges, anywhere from 25 to 800 yards long. And uh, just incredible facility. They have a rope course. Sounds like an amazing place. Oh, it yeah. is. It's, it's beautiful. I, I'd never been out there until a few months ago. And, and, you know, I've been to shooting ranges all over the country and was just blown away by the... You've probably been all over the world, haven't you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. I've been all over the world. <laughs> Most of the cold, miserable places when I was doing sure. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, just really excited about this facility and the, the kind of dream and vision that we have for that to, to kind of make it the home for anything shooting. So if, it doesn't matter what kind of activity that you like to do, whether it's even archery, um, mm-hmm. long-range shooting. We're going to put skeet traps. Doing skeet traps. Yeah, nice. Uh, I got a shotgun you need to look at here yeah. before nice. you leave. It's over here. But you get it. your opinion on it. Yeah, but your bottom line here is that when you look at how many people come into Vegas, and our big thing is we want them to enjoy any variety of shooting sports safely. Well, that's going to end up being Prairie Fire, Nevada. And yeah, Lanny's I mean, going to run the customer service, I think, out there. Absolutely, yeah. Besides, you know, people obviously. And, and Vegas is a big thing where, you know, they have... Uh, shooting experiences now where you go out and you shoot a full auto Mm -hmm. and a lot of the people that do that you know aren't gun people a lot of them have never touched a gun oh yeah absolutely they they, they put a full auto in their hands doing bachelor parties out there yeah yeah they they pull the trigger and then that's it they they have they walk away with no appreciation or education on firearms safety or safety anything so besides actual good legitimate training that we're going to be doing out of the facility you know any kind of shooting discipline 
we're also going to create experiences so that um, people that come into Vegas, they'll have some fun, incredible experiences. But I always tell people the, the best way to explain this is, you know, when I, when I cook uh, meals for my husband, I hide vegetables in it. You know, so it, so it's healthy for him, but he doesn't doesn't really know it's healthy. Right. Um, yeah. So it's it's kind of the same thing with the experiences we're going to be doing out at Prairie Fire, where um, they're going to be a lot of fun. People are going to walk away having a great time and some good content for the social media and stuff like that. But they're going to get the vegetables where they they learn learn something about guns and have a better. They're going to learn something, not know it. Yeah, and yeah. they'll be able to take that to back home and and maybe even educate other people on firearms and just have a little bit of knowledge to help yeah. our industry. I dig um, that. We and, have to. Yeah. That you know, I look at the overall industry and of course. Um, you know, the uh, Women's Outdoor Media Association, our big thing is, are we going to go out to front site now, Prairie Fire, Nevada, right? Mm-hmm. Give um, these women that new experience with pistols, rifles, shotguns, right? Arms Corps is uh, right out there by Perump, and they're doing a bunch of the ammo for them, nice. right? And are we going to make it so that people and families can come out there and have a learning worthwhile family building experience and it's got the all the blueprint is there for that fantastic that sounds awesome i want to be a part of that absolutely yeah i mean we have (laughs) have, we're going to be doing kids courses and all sorts of things you know and and not just revolved around shooting i mean we want to do self-defense where you know it doesn't doesn't necessarily involve a firearm because there's a lot that goes into that we all know that you know, using a firearm is hopefully the last resort and oh, being absolutely. aware of your surroundings and all the other stuff, you know, teaching those types of things. Um, and then also, you know, they have a ropes course out there. And, oh, and amazing ropes course. Yeah. Backed up to so much. When you say ropes course, are we getting cattle or, you know, what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. So canyoneering and, and, uh, you know, uh, uh not rope. tying kind of, kind of deal. Or? No. So ropes course is, is essentially it's, it's probably the one they have, Right now, I think it's a three or four story tall ropes course where you're climbing on the ropes and learning how to, to belay and, and, and rock climb. And I don't know what belay is. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm going to tell you what. I'm not though. an Olympian. <laughs> Come on now. I will tell you the interesting part was watching the firefighters go out there and say, We so there's like this repelling and. Yes. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So do, doing a lot yeah. of stuff like that. I mean, gotcha. we're, you know, we're hoping to put in some zip line and, and have helicopter shooting and, and a lot of different things, you know. And, um, all for fun. What's it called when it, they have uh, the ropes across like two canyons and then you're, you're canyoneering. shimmying? Canyoneering? Canyoneering. Canyoneering. Do you do that? Uh, the facility does that right now and we're going to continue it. Okay. Yeah. And this is out at that range? Huh? You're yeah. doing all this out there. Yes. That is awesome. Yes. How so. big is this place? Uh, it's, I think it's just under 700, 800 acres. Just under 700 yes. acres. <laughs> yeah. Just 700 acres, that's all. We're well, gonna that sounds like an amazing a, place. Well, it's going to be hopefully even better. This is going to be the Disney World of the firearms industry. Well, that's the that's the plan. We're going to have a 500 space RV park, uh, and you that know, townhomes, condos, things like that. So, so people can can come out and 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 shoot, and then afterwards they can you know go to just just across the facility to hang their, out, hang out, have a you know a bonfire, watch the the sunset. Yeah. Um, we're going to do night activities. Grill out or something. Yeah. I will tell you, I'm looking forward to it because I said to Lanny, I said, you know, um, when I look at where I want to spend more time, it's in a relaxed um, environment like that with like-minded people. There you go. 
right? Yeah, and of that's course, that's about. why you love Shot Show. That's why, because we're here with like-minded but people. Do I? Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like-minded people. And the Women's Outdoor Media Association, what we do every year with our She Never Quit event, um, which fills up in less than 24 hours. You know, so now we start out with 10 women. Yeah. And then 20. And then 30, 40, 50. And where do you do this event? And we do this event down in Mineral Wells, right outside of uh, DFW. Okay. And so Dallas now we've got 70 women. Uh, fills up in less than a day. And they get to try, I think it was 51 different firearms last year. That's awesome. Okay, so, and all these very, very qualified instructors and silent auction, live auction, raffles, but it's women. When they leave us, they walk a little different. Uh huh. They walk a little prouder. A little prouder. Shoulders back, back, and they feel like they've accomplished something. Yeah, absolutely. So we feel um, very, very blessed that we're able to bring that experience to women. We feel very blessed that we can have great sponsors step up from the firearms industry that we have great um instructors I give your give your sponsors a plug who all who all um oh that list is long that list is run long. it run okay, it razor so um, arms core would be our they longest. deserve they deserve their recognition yep yeah, uh, staccato uh, uh ruger Fioki. are they all in your shirt here is high viz no, no. is hogue no is, no um okay. uh high viz is one of them um uh, Joanne and Joe with uh, Tanfolio. Patriot Defense. Uh, yep. yep. And um, I mean the list Beretta. is Beretta. Oh yeah, they they always do the shot champion provided all of our steel, so you have something to shoot at and Fantastic. our flyers. Um, uh, Bushnell hoppies. It sounds like oh, you got technology. like tons and tons, but you could always use more. So oh yes, if. If someone wanted to get behind you guys and, and sponsor and support your organization, how do they do that? They just go to the woma.org. There's a contact sheet in there. It comes to our board, and um, they look at and and we're very, very responsive on getting back to them and showing them what, what we'll do for them. But you name it as far as um, we feel so blessed to have so many of the uh, big names in the industry helping us out yeah congratulations on that i mean you guys have taken this and just absolutely exploded it in just a yeah. short amount of time isn't that like almost spooky <laughs> <laughs> so you intrigue me deb I, I gotta know what your background is okay so uh my, my 40 years as a media planner um mostly with caterpillar motorola okay uh but i uh also a cdl for i used to um uh, drive trucks for gmc so I have a okay. I, I have a master's degree in um, uh, MBA marketing, and um, but forty years as a meeting planner, and then I kept saying over and over again, "Here's a Norma Bombeck quote: You're too young to know." When I stand before God at the end of my days, I want to be able to look at Him and say, "I used every talent You gave me." That is amazing. So that. that that motivates me. That needs to be on this wall behind me. Yep. I like that, that. That motivates me because I think there's a lot of people out there that want to be motivated. They want to do. They're just afraid to take the first step. Yeah. And I think that with Women's Outdoor Media Association, we can help them take that first step. And when Prairie Fire's up and running and ready, they're going to be able to let people, help people take that first step. And once you get that first step in, it just gets easier and easier. It just takes that first one, right? And easier. And yeah. so, um, 
you know, married 46 years, two kids. What am I leaving behind? You got grandchildren? No grandchildren. Not yet? No, I have grand dogs. Grand dogs. What yeah. kind of dogs do you have? Mastiffs. I, I would expect nothing less from you. <laughs> <laughs> Great Danes here. Well, gotta love them. The only Absolutely. negative, let's just be the honest. The big Swedish. Yeah, let's be honest with the people. It's your life expectancy is not like you do with the Chihuahua. I know. (laughs) It's tough. It's tough. But I wouldn't trade them, and I wouldn't trade my experiences with, you know, with Lanny and Tracy and uh, the Prairie Fire team we're developing. And yesterday was a highlight in my life to sit with retired General Uh uh, Mark uh, O'Neill, who sits on the board for Fallen Blue Heroes, and hand them that check. For fall, and I thought to myself, you know, this is a God thing. This isn't a depth thing. So I felt Absolutely. so blessed that we got to do that here at Chacho 2023. Fantastic, fantastic. Now, Lanny, I, I can't let the, you know, Olympic biathlon slide. You know, we got we got to talk about this. Uh-oh. We got to talk about your your experience as an Olympic athlete. Yeah, I mean, uh, kind of jumped into it. Uh, by accident, wanting to stay in shape for soccer and absolutely fell in love with it. I mean, it combines two completely opposite sports, skiing and rifle marksmanship. So you have the endurance aspect of skiing Mm -hmm. and the skill sport of of shooting. And um, it's very rare when both of those come together on the same day, but when it does, there's no better feeling. And to me, you know, I competed in, I'm maybe biased, but I competed in the best shooting sport in the world because I had the opportunity to have 50,000 spectators watching me, cheering me on, and that was in Europe. And yeah. the, the biggest thing for me is we, we live in the greatest nation in the world for firearms, and we can't get a crowd for anything shooting. And we need right. to change that. You know, yeah. I think the, the biggest thing is um, learning the culture that we had for that sport and trying to figure out a way of bringing that here in the United States so that we have awesome amazing events that people enjoy watching and they want to get behind and and you know america uh, shooting is america's first pastime you know there's way before baseball way and football before baseball, and all that yeah. other kind of stuff and and so we need as a country we need to embrace that otherwise we're going to lose it yeah so, the annie yeah. oakley's you know they used to travel around doing the the shooting shows and and yeah. all that well uh, she goes by lanny oakley lanny oakley and she does, and she there uh, it is right there and, your shirt. And she does some of the neatest, most trick cool shoot? trick shoots. Yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of people call me crazy because I'll, I'll unicycle and shoot, uh, uh, roll on <laughs> barrels and shoot, a lot of lot of different things. She like came that, out of a coffin shooting. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Was it a cake or a coffin? I'm sorry. No, I'm just teasing. I'm yeah. teasing. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I mean, I, I love trick shooting. It's kind of a way. You know, I compete at the highest level in sport. And, and now to, to figure out ways of, of pushing myself to that next level. Yeah. You know, I started doing things that, you know, people call crazy, but for me, it's it's very specific purpose for, you know, like for example, the unicycle. Uh, to, to learn how to train the brain to keep the body and the feet moving while shooting, mm-hmm. you know, that's one of the, the hardest things to do. And, and it's like you patting, patting your head and rubbing <laughs> your tummy kind of deal, you know? Absolutely. That's what and it is, for a yeah. unicycle, if you stop moving your feet, like if you start shooting and are focusing on the shooting to the point where it stops your feet, the unicycle, unicycle stops moving right, and, then and you, you fall. have to hop off. Yeah. So, or, or in my case, fall off. <laughs> fall yeah. off. You crash. So <laughs> it, it's essentially forcing the mind to make the movement subconscious 
and the shooting the conscious act so that you you can focus in on the shot and then keep the feet moving so yeah you know there's a lot of reasons why i do the trick sounds shooting. like a new uh, olympic sport maybe huh? it should be it should know. be i'm yeah. with you, you come up with a catchy name for it and you know maybe they'll have to do it yeah, yeah. absolutely there's a lot of th- how many years did you compete uh, as an olympian uh my biathlon career was a little over 15 years and i did three olympics okay medals uh no medals had the the best u.s finish in in 2010. Um, americans we're a little bit behind the rest of the world in that sport. I mean, in, in Scandinavia, they make over, or in Europe in general, they yeah. make over a million euro a year. And I think the most I ever got from the U.S. Wow. Olympic Committee was 7,500. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Total. Yeah. 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 So it's a, you know, it's a totally different world. I mean, we're... And, um, and you know, Lanny, to give you and Tracy huge credit, a lot of people did not realize that one of the reasons why Tracy and Lanny hunted so much up in Colorado was it was the only way they had to gather protein to keep going to for eat. their training. Yeah. So when people say you don't know what it's like to, to be hungry or to have to actually hunt for your food, you have to hunt for your food when you're Lanny and Tracy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just got to get creative when you're in a sport, obscure sport like that. But Do you, you prefer know. rifle or, or archery? Uh, uh, or just going at it with a knife. I, I, I can see you doing that too. I haven't done a lot with a knife yet, but um, I'd, I'd say majority of my adult life with a with a bow, and that's what I prefer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it forces you to get up close and personal, and and it's not a, not a guarantee. I mean, with with a firearm, you know, I competed in in the Olympics, and you know, a lot more confident with a firearm than I am with a with a bow. But yeah. When you have I bet to, you're pretty confident with a bow. Uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But, when you, you take the wind and and all, all those other different variables into yep. account, it, it changes the game itself. and makes it a lot more challenging. It's challenging. When I learned how to shoot, hunt with a compound bow, I said to her, I never knew how many things could go wrong. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's so, why practice, practice, practice. Yep. What's your favorite uh, archer hunt you've been on? Uh, I, I'd say every single one of them because all they're them. all so different. Yeah. Um, and I mean, have you been all over the world? No, I, I have been over all over the world hunting, but not necessarily archery. I mean, I, I'm so obsessed with hunting elk in Colorado, just in, in in the mountains outside of Durango. I mean, that's where I grew up, and we have there's so much public land in Colorado that that's yeah. that's my my stomping grounds, and that's what I love. And um, you know, I I'm still haunted to this day by some of the the hunts that I've been on there because of you know. Are you a stalk and hunt kind of person? Yeah, it's all for me. It's all spot and stalk. I yeah. I don't sit very well, so uh, <laughs> I don't either. I can't sit. So I hate it. <laughs> yeah, um, but there there's you know with archery it's so much more challenging, and I, I love anything that's that's hard. I'm kind of crazy in that sense. Okay, but. now be honest with them too. So she takes me on a spot and stalk for mule deer, right? And she's got me on my belly, and I'm going miles. Like maybe fifty yards, I, miles, <laughs> fifty miles, <laughs> which equates to miles. <laughs> With everything stuck in me, and I looked at her and I go, "I'm not having fun now. I'm not having fun." <laughs> yeah, but you you crawled that fifty yards and shot a like nice a little mule deer. There, I yeah. did. and I used a muzzle load for that one. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. yeah so keep cal? in mind for that mile, I was dragging a fifty cal muzzle loader. Wow. You are a champ. Yeah. <laughs> I think I carried it. Who carried it? <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. 
So, guys, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Thank, Thank you for you taking so the time to come by and share with the Leadhead Brigade yeah. the amazing things that you guys are doing with WOMA and now the, the Prairie Fire. Yeah, Prairie Fire Nevada uh, will be uh, launching that facility soon. Um, hopefully have Can't a grand, grand opening maybe May or September. We'll, we'll announce that. We'll let you know. Yeah. would love to be a part of that. You guys feel free to get in touch with me and let's you know make the announcement on the show and let everybody know yep. uh, how they can get involved We'll make it. Thank you for your give, time. Give your, uh, your social media and your websites and all that one more time. Um, you can reach out me through thewoma.org. You can uh, check out Prairie Fire at prairiefire.com. Are you guys on the grams and social media doing any of that yet? Yeah, a little bit. Um, you know, Prairie Fire is under construction right now, so uh, okay. we'll be diving into the marketing world, uh, you know, in a few months. But we do have a social media page you can follow right now at Prairie Fire Nevada. And what about Lanny Oakley? You can you can uh, follow me on uh, social media at Lanny Oakley, and I also have a website, LannyOakley.com. And for the Woma, thewoma.org, but we're on Instagram. Hey, uh, Jess, we're on Instagram. Facebook and Twitter, right? There we go. And LinkedIn, she said. And, and, LinkedIn. LinkedIn. and LinkedIn. And LinkedIn, because you are LinkedIn, <laughs> no doubt. I guarantee you know everybody in oh, the industry. I, all right, one last question before you leave. I'm asking this of all my guests, okay? First thing that comes to mind, don't think about it. Just spurt out the first thing that comes to mind, okay? What is the one thing in 2023 that you would like to see disappear, completely gone, never to return? Woke. Good one. I like that. Raisins. Raisins. Somebody said cheese. I had a cheese I, I answer like too. Cheese. Uh, yeah. But so you hate raisins. I hate raisins. Get rid of the raisins. Get rid of the raisins. Where are you getting raisins? Where, in your bread or in your oh, cereal? Oh, it, it shouldn't be in any of that stuff. So yeah. Do you like grapes? I do like grapes, which is funny, but um, that's what a raisin is. Yeah, I had some da, granola da, da. the other day. You know, being a Colorado person, and uh, it had Did raisins. Did totally ruined it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Well, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm all over and done and wore out on woke. You're I woke. Just, just don't need it anymore. I'm already woke enough. I'm yeah. going to be 69. I wake, I, I'm woke every morning. I'm woke you know, every morning. Rudely, Rude. I'm woke. <laughs> <laughs> so, ladies, thank you so much for taking time to be on. Thank you. Greatly appreciate it. Fun, uh, fun. Oh, that's what we do here. We have fun. Okay. We have fun at the lead quarters. <laughs> so, Leadheads, we will have more from the 2023 SHOT Show here from the official lead quarters at Caltech, booth 11238. Nice. That was so fun. That was fun. All right, Leadheads, welcome back to day two of the Talking Lead podcast. We are at the 2023 SHOT Show coming at you from the official lead quarters of Caltech. And it is going to be a whopper of a day. Stand by. What's up, brother? I saw you standing before we get started. I was going to holler at you. Over. Yeah. Okay. He sent um, me over to do an interview with you. It's ironic because he's real weapon industry. Hey, it's all good, man. So it all works out. Where, where's your booth at? We're over 13,000 to something. Okay. Yeah. Um, You'll see it. Look on the this will be perfect. You sit down and do this with us. Okay. Are you yeah. cool with that? I don't care. I mean, it'll, it kind of will be perfect. Yeah, absolutely. I think I did a talking lead podcast. With yes, you did, Tom. You did the Uzi, man. You're a genius. Gotta love the Uzi. What's up, brother? Yeah. Don't don't do the book until get it on the on screen. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So we are continuing. <laughs> 
we had we had an unexpected guest drop in, but this is going to be perfect for the uh, the interview that we're getting ready to do. Uh, joining me is uh, our good friend. He's not been on in a while, probably since the last show, was it? It's or been the, it's been the been one a few years. That. Yeah, been a yeah. few years. We've got Yehuda Reamer with bullet points: reasons why America should embrace common sense gun law. But no, the pew pew Jew. <laughs> or, or, <laughs> that's what well, I was you hold at. you hold the book up. I was like, wait, what? Uh, yes, the pew pew Jew. That's me. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. You know him, you love him, Yehuda. Welcome in. Thank you for having me. It's great to be back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So you just mentioned, you know, kind of what we we're going to talk about here. Yehuda has a new book out, and uh, read the name of the book again. Book is called Bullet Points: Reasons Why America Should Embrace Common Sense Gun Law. And he said, should embrace, not shouldn't. Should embrace. So, also, I'm going to introduce our, our next guest. Again, no stranger to the show. Uh, he was on uh, our episode of the AK Corner where we talked detailed about the Uzi with IWI, ladies and gentlemen. It's Tom. I'm going to. Alabrando. Yes, Alabrando. Alabrando. So, welcome in, Tom. I appreciate it, sir. Thank yes, you. Yes, sir. And it's good to meet you in person. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and we've got a dancing crew out, out front. Yeah. We got no beads. There's no beads here. <laughs> No Mardi Gras. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we were going to do this interview about Yehuda's new book. I think we should stay with that for a little while. I okay. It's, it's so good. what are your initial thoughts on, on this? Why we should embrace common sense gun laws? And be honest. Like, I, I be not honest. offended. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things that I don't – I believe if you look at statistics from – I was a police officer, so that was, right. that was my background. So I've, I've seen – that it takes me time to get where I need to go. It takes 5, 10, 15 minutes, depending on what kind of it. You're on your own. That's that's step one right there. Nobody's mm. going to help you. you got to figure that out. Right. Bad guys usually hunt in packs. That's a very common thing. With home invasions, it's more than that. But um, it's, it's kind of a no-brainer. If you go to places like Chicago, my wife's from Chicago, that area, places that have no gun or uh, too much gun laws, too much legislation on it, have higher crime rates, point blank, right? right. So it, it's pretty easy to find the correlation between those that can defend themselves and those that can't. And I can tell you for a fact that um, if you have an interview with a bad guy, a criminal, um, they will tell you that they're more afraid of a civilian or a citizen with a weapon than they are a law enforcement officer. Because they don't know how that's gonna go. Their rules of engagement for them are gonna be a little different. Um, for the most part, they're, right. they're more unpredictable. Cops are predictable, we have rules. Yeah. Uh, that we have to go by. We have tactics that help us, you know, mitigate some of that. But the reality is, is, um, you know, the citizen is on, they're on their own. They're going to have to figure it out. Um, and I would suggest that they get good training in how to do that. To sure. Make their lives a little bit better. But what about, what about the gun laws? You know, we hear this in the media all the time. We need common sense gun laws. What does that mean to you? That's, common sense gun that, laws. That's the funny part of it is there's, they, they present laws that don't have any sense. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. The only person it affects are law-abiding citizens. It doesn't affect criminals. I have an FBI book, believe it or not, back at my place that I read all the time. Uh, it has to do with 50 different shootings. And they, they talk about that specifically, about we don't care what laws you put in place that has to do with capacity or length or whatever. Um, they literally steal them, get them from anywhere they want. Yeah. They trade them like baseball cards, by the way. Right. That's something that's very common. They'll give up one thing, get another, and yeah. trade trade up. That's so, like po- po- Pokemon for criminals. So kind of what I'm hearing you say is there's really not any no. common sense gun laws and, and whatnot. So I want to read some of the, the, 
the captions on the, yeah. the then, back. Then we'll the let him we'll, on the back. Then let's see what he says. Um, I'll need my readers for this. so I'm at a disadvantage because so I haven't read your book, so I apologize. Right, I've, I've gotten You'll, through two chapters, and, I mean, he makes some good points. So uh, that's why we're giving, giving him you know time to be on the show here. Um, I know a lot of our, our listeners aren't going to agree with, you know, this, but maybe. Just, just bear with us. So this is from uh, Cheryl Todd, host of Gun Freedom Radio and founder of Polka Dots Are My Camo. Until now, there have never been a there has never been a book that has captured so profoundly how I, I, as a wife, a mom, and a grandma, think about common sense gun laws, other than the Constitution of the United States. Bullet points needs to be read by every single person running for or currently holding an elected office. Uh, here's another one, Mike, and I'm gonna. You want to say his last name? Uh, Mahalski, the owner of Sons of Liberty Gunworks. Oh, okay. There you go. The most compelling and complete collection of arguments on why privately owned firearms must be regulated. Page after page of hard-hitting facts to shut down any gun advocacy debate. Uh, and then it goes on. Uh, you even got one from Brandon Herrera here. You AK know? guy himself. I'll, yep. I'll let you read that one. Read, uh, so read his. Brandon wrote, A rhetorical masterpiece by Yehuda I came in skeptical, but was truly swayed by the compelling arguments made in his book, 10 out of 10. There you go. So... Like I said, I, I've got through a couple of chapters, and you know, I tend to agree with, with what these guys are saying. So flip on to, like, chapter 7 or 8 there. I feel like I'm in court all of a sudden. Right. Officer Alabrando, could you – chapter 7 and 8? Oh, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> what do you – tell our listeners what you're seeing there. <laughs> yeah, we set you up on that one. We're, we're sorry. We, we told, that was the long burn, man. <laughs> yeah, that was a long burn. That's, that's what we call an ambush. <laughs> so pretty much, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally ambush. So, uh, so he's opening the book. He's there's, I told all, you there's all kinds of uh, chapters and segments with uh, blank pages. Blank pages. <laughs> so, says, so uh, your mind was swayed you know, with my argument. Universal background checks. Uh, what do you call it? Ghost guns. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. Uh, silencers. Nothing there. Nothing there. And uh, let me move on to psychological education. There's nothing there. I've read your book. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so you got through it a lot quicker than I did. All, the, all those years in college, and I just zoomed through that book faster than I've ever done. So right. that's awesome. So it's it's full of blank pages. So there's your answer to the reasons why Americans should embrace. You shouldn't. There's no such thing as a common sense gun no law. No such thing. And all gun laws are a violation of our constitutional rights. So... Kudos Th- to thank you, you and, th- and thank you for having a good sense of humor about it. <laughs> yeah, say, like, no, it's like we, we kind of, that was that really was a long burn, you know. Yeah, like, but uh, it was good. It was worth it. Oh yeah, it was a pay- you had to be here, I guess. Threw <laughs> me into it, and then just boom, and boom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you you've been back to Israel, correct? Uh, it's been a few years, but yeah, I mean, I, I've been there numerous times. I think the last time I was there was two two thousand sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, it's it's interesting to me because uh, I've been back there several times. I got uh, some of the. Uh, a lot of the guys I work with are in reserves. Everybody's in reserves. Right. right. There. So that's the way it works. So it's it's interesting to me that um, the whole country is, uh, they have to enlist, they have to serve, which is pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. they're all trained on weapons. Uh, when you're doing your time, they're issued the weapon, they have to carry it around. They get legit military They get training. legit military training. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's probably one of the most, the reason that a country the size of the state of New Jersey 
is as safe as it is, and it sounds like it's not safe, but they actually have, uh, their security force is really good, is because everybody is well-trained, well-educated when mm -hmm. it comes to firearms, because everybody has to go through the same thing. Right. And I, I honestly think, I'm going to go off topic a little bit. No, man. I think it creates There's a, no topic. It creates a <laughs> national identity uh, because everybody does serve in some way. Right. Um, so everybody knows somebody. It's it's kind of interesting that I can mention a name and five people later, oh yeah, I've worked with him and you know, Orav Nahal or But But the, cra the crazy thing is though, Israel does not have yeah. good gun laws. They don't, they have they, terrible they, gun laws. Like we're talking about like California, Illinois, so they, they have bad gun very, laws. Yeah, very they, stringent. They, you can have one pistol there. One gun. One you, gun. you can't even own a long gun in Israel, and you're only allowed, at least this is as of a couple of years ago, you're only allowed to own 50 rounds of ammo at any given time. They changed wow. one thing. Uh, they did do this one thing, because a buddy of mine who shoots over there, he shoots competitively. If you're part of a, um, a gun club and shoot competitively, you can have more than one. So all of a sudden, there's a lot more competition shooters in this uh, room. <laughs> okay, so that, that I, I didn't know you that. You still only get cool. 50 rounds yeah. then? No, more than that. They, they can they well, get, I because think, they have to practice. And, but and I, like I think in, in your home, you're only allowed 50 yeah. rounds in your home at a time. Okay. You can go to a range or a gun store and say, hey, you know, I'm going to buy 1,000 rounds, but the store apparently holds of it Of all for the you. countries something along those in lines. the you world, think, yeah. why wouldn't they? Uh, that makes no sense. I know. Again, it, there's, there's no sense to that whatsoever. That would be you would want every one of your citizens armed to the, to the teeth. And uh, I'll be honest with you. Uh, if you're in a special unit, um, they can carry concealed because a lot of the guys that I work with are part of – the, the special units that are over yeah. there. So they, they can actually get a permit and run around. Yeah, but if you're not a part of no. you know, military it, or it, law enforcement. Yeah, if you're an aviation mechanic, you're not going to get then that. Then you're worse kind of than permit. California. I mean, you can get a gun if you live like outside of the big cities. Like I have a brother-in-law that lives in like the hills, and he has a gun. He can carry it. But yeah. if you live like in Jerusalem or Tel Aviv, it's much more difficult it's hard, yeah. to get a Is there permit. a lot of crime there? Not really. I mean... It, they, they, I mean, there is crime, but I, it's not like we have here. It's not, you know, I, I don't think you have the countless things the we hear about the murders and, and stuff the like that. Theft and the I mean, they're constant. They're, they're pretty much worried about terrorism. Counterterrorism is a yeah, big it's thing. like the big, you know, that's what they have. That's what they're worried about. They're, I got you. And the way they you. mitigate it is pretty smart. They don't always have the uniform patrol guy out there. There's a lot of guys that are plain clothes. So if you go to Tel Aviv Beach at 11 o'clock at night, you're going to see. Uh, I know what to look for, but uh, there's going to be guys kind of wandering around, and if you see the earpiece once in a while, and that's how they do it. They, yeah. they kind of monitor, and because there's this a bit of uh, ambiguity of where those people are, um, I think it deters a lot of, of issues. So it works pretty well. They're smart about it. They're real smart yeah, about they're, it. Yeah, it's crazy. I remember, you know, you, you go, you fly, it's not just Israel stuff, it's like the airline, right, like Elal. Like you can you can go on LL Airlines and they're like they vet you like crazy to the point where when they serve you dinner and let's say it's like a steak dinner yeah. like they're giving you a steak knife on the airplane they're not giving you at least this was again it's been a while but they used to give you a steak what airline knife. gives you steak yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be, I want to be flying well that airline, it's you know? these kosher little packaged meal I really wouldn't call it steak it, you know like one of these yeah. mi microwave dinner when type you in Southwest you get I mean you're lucky to get a bag of pretzels whatever it is yeah that you get yeah yeah so or even a drink a lot days. of the european airlines are like that too but that's off topic they they also knew who you, who you are when you get there oh yeah 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 i have to send my passport ahead of time as soon as i get off the plane sure you go through an immigration they already know you're good to go matter of fact um if you 
go to Ben-Gurion, it's a round, rotunda kind of airport. And the reason it's round, and by the way, if you notice some of our airports, like mm -hmm. Denver, whatever, it's like that, it's because they have cameras, and there's no oh, way your face is not being seen. 360 degrees. It's 360 degree gate recognition, facial recognition. So they know as soon as you walk off who you are, what's going on, and smart. It's you know, it's it's brilliant, um, and it's it's been that way for a long time. They've had to, when you're in that position, you have to figure it out. That's that's what yeah. it comes down. Yeah, to. Yeah, you don't so, have a choice. Yeah, there's no choice. Exactly right. Yeah. So, so the book, what was your inspiration? Uh, for doing this book. So I definitely will give uh, credit to Michael Knowles who wrote uh, Reasons to Vote for Democrats. Okay. And it was the same idea. <laughs> the same idea. And, you know, it came out a bunch of years ago and I'm sitting there one day, I'm like, okay, I'm trying to come up with a new idea for a book and I, someone, I, I, I don't remember what it was, I saw his book again online. I'm like, wouldn't that be funny if someone did something on gun control? Same thing that he did. And I'm like, well, hell, I have seven books out. I'm gonna, I'll do it. <laughs> and from the time I thought of the idea until the release of it was about three months. Uh, but uh, it, it was great. I had to actually preempt a lot of uh, people in the industry because if they found out I'm coming out with a book on common sense gun law, it's like, you know, they judgment immediately oh absolutely i mean you're gonna so you, so somebody reads that yeah it's so it's great on amazon right the now bowling you, point <laughs> right if you go to amazon right now there's 90 percent five star and one percent ten star no two three or four it's like are you getting uh people leaving comments oh even yeah haven't haven't even read them oh, obviously go to amazon they're, and read some of the comments tearing you up yeah no no that the five star ones people the comments are hilarious like just these people are having so much fun with it. So here's what I suggest. Yes. If you could get with uh, one of these um, publishers, April Fools, you know, is coming up. Of course, everybody's probably going to hear about this before April, but it'd be an early April Fools joke, and have uh, like this big detailed article. You know, this is our interview with Yehuda, you know, talking about this this book, and then go through, and then just have like nonsensical stuff in there. Right. Because you know, people aren't going to read it. They're just going to read the title. The title. And they're going to go down and they're going to leave comments. And then just read the comments. That would be hilarious. Yeah, I mean, when that book rolled out, I had so much fun. I don't know if you know Charlie Cook from Writing uh, Shock with Charlie, the podcast. Anyways, like he said, uh, Reamer, puts the, Reamer puts the troll in gun control. Like, that was his review. I'm like, that's the greatest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> uh, and then, I mean, I, I designed a magazine cover called Gun Sense Magazine. Yeah. And I put myself on the cover. We're holding the book and like, <laughs> did he, you know, 2A, you, in, 2A Insider sells out. Get yeah. all the secrets now, you were know. Were you wearing your jersey? No, no. I was. I actually had a nice button-down shirt, a blazer, like looking, looking like so, professional. So and professional. Yeah. And like I put that out and people in my community were like, oh, my God, congratulations on being on the cover of a magazine. And I'm like, oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I, I just had so like, much fun. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So much fun rolling it out and trolling. Um, the best was, are you familiar with Mom at Arms? The website? Yeah. Okay. So Jill McDaniel, the woman who runs is a good friend of mine. Mm -hmm. And she's like brutal when it comes to investigative journalism and stuff like that. She's awesome. And I called her up and I'm like, hey, Jill, listen, this is my idea for a book. Don't kill me. And she, <laughs> she goes, can I have fun? I'm like, absolutely. And I knew exactly what she was going to do. Yeah. For about three weeks to a month before I actually released the book, she started releasing posts and articles that... Has the Pew Pew Jew sold out on the Second Amendment? And I had people in the industry blowing up my phone. They're like, what the hell is going, going on? on and she was having so much fun until it was released. And then everyone was just like freaking out. You know, people on the right were like, 
this is amazing. Some people were like, this is great, but we don't find it that funny because they got played and they don't have a sense of humor. Right. And then the people on the left are, you know, buying the book on Amazon, posting videos saying, can't believe we bought a book and it was all blank. You know, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how many people wanted their money back? <laughs> uh, 10%. 10%? <laughs> on hey, Amazon. Hey. Which I'll take. I'll take you that. You put a know? disclaimer on You get what you pay for. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, I actually wrote a review, a uh, mock review from Shannon Watts. I wrote, never, uh, said, you know, never judge a book by its cover, Shannon Watts. Oh, I like that. <laughs> like, uh, I had I like a good that. time with it, so... Well, congratulations Thank on a you. great idea. I appreciate that. You know, awesome. Everybody's like, oh, why didn't I think of that? You know, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's genius. That's so, awesome. So, Tom. Yes, sir. IWI, sponsors of the Talking Lead AK Corner. Um, yes. W- what have you brought us today? What kind of gun porn are we? It's the, car, it's the new Carmel rifle. Uh, we just released it at show. It's probably going to come out maybe second quarter is what we're looking at. Um, this is something that was kind of in the background for a long time. Yes, absolutely. Oh, yes. Keep in talking. the background for a long time. Um, it developed like 2009, 2008 time frame, believe it or not. Uh, and we had to modify it a little bit for the U.S. market. This is going to be made in the United States, actually, but it's an Israeli, originally Israeli design. I know the engineer, actually, who uh, came up with it. That's the cool thing about working for the company. Um, I can yeah. actually go right <laughs> to the engineer's. And we could talk to them directly, and we have this input and this relationship with them, and they listen, um, and they, they do a really good job. I mean, uh, engineers and operators, I'm, I'm more of the, the shooter guy. Um, we are sometimes at odds with each other because they know how to make things work, and uh, we know how to run them, and we have to kind of meet in the middle sometimes. Right. So uh, this thing turned out good. You have to slam it hard. There you go. You can't be gentle with it. you got to be very aggressive. We want to be aggressive. That's the way you're supposed to be. So it's a um, short stroke gas piston system, two position regulator at the front. Uh, it's just regular and suppressed. So it runs, we already ran a bunch of, of the more gassy cans on it and it runs great. So we're real happy with it. Um, it's, uh, the thing that's different about this one compared to, you can hold on to it, the version in Israel um, is this is M-Lock. The one there was a polymer forend, had a slope at the front of it. So it came in behind where the gas regulator is there. And we didn't want that. We wanted the pick rail to go out a little further. Why? Because we have stuff we want to put on the gun. So real estate's important for us because we have laser aiming modules and heights and things like that. So uh, the M-Lock, we didn't, you know, we wanted to reduce weight as much as possible. You only uh, put what you need on it if you, if you need to. Uh, it's ambidextrous controls, 45 degree throw on the safety. The trigger's about four and a half pounds. It's ambidextrous bolt release, ambidextrous um, magazine release as well, which is kind of cool. Uh, as you get back, the grip, this is something that we did here in the U.S. We wanted an AR-15 type grip because that's the most common one out there. People want to change it out. It comes with a B-5, okay. but some people might and have smaller hands. Put whatever you want to on there. Put whatever you want. It doesn't matter. I like that, yeah. Yeah, so uh, there's a um, QD attachment point here. Now, you notice there's not one on the rail. That's because we supply you. It's an M-lock, so we supply you a QD attachment. You put it where you want it. Okay. So we got, we got tired of trying to... You know, where do we want to drill these holes? Well, everybody's going to be a little different. So it just makes sense to exploit the rail and let it do its thing. So here's another cool thing with the uh, stock. You have a variable comb height riser, okay? And you got variable length of pull. comes from the inside. Oh, nice. The reason the inside is if you're going to actually grab this almost like a sniper hold, right? You're not going to accidentally collapse it, which is important. But let me show you something else that's kind of cool. Let me borrow this guy for a second. Okay. So let's say I'm a southpaw guy, right? I'm a left. I'm going to take the uh, charging handle, put it right here in that little slot, pop it over, and now it's set to the opposite side. 
So now it's set for a right-handed person. Wow. Yeah. Just so, like that. Just like that. It takes just a couple seconds, and now I've reconfigured the charging handle. So it's truly ambidextrous. Um, and some might ask, you know, well, why not just have a charging handle on both sides? Uh, the one thing you figure out very quickly if you're carrying kit or whatever, it just creates more snag points that you don't need. Right. So it's better to have it kind of in one place where you know where it is and, and you're dealing with it as opposed to having all this stuff jutting off the gun. I love it. And this is available now? It's available second quarter, probably late second quarter. Late it's not second. available yet. Okay. Yeah. Coming. Coming soon. Coming, coming soon. To a dealer near well, you. Yeah. Soon. Uh, second, do we quarter, know, second quarter soon. Do we know <laughs> price point on this? Yeah, it's going to be uh, around the Galil price range. So, okay. you know, the 1800-ish, yeah. you know. So that's going to be set a little bit uh, further out, but not quite as much as a Tavor. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, but this, Does it come with the sights? No, the sights is up to you. Okay. We don't want to get into that. There's too many options. There's too many people that want. Sure. I want back. Well, I mean, you got into the grip, so yeah, <laughs> you yeah. might as well get into the optics. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> uh, when it when it comes to sighting systems, you notice the Galil Gen Two doesn't have the sights on. It came down to some folks wanted iron sights. Yeah. Some folks uh, wanted a low power variable optic on it. So the iron sights kind of get in the way. Yeah. So when you get into something like this, the accuracy on it's phenomenal. They might want to put an LPVO if you put an iron sight on it or whatever. They're going to just remove it anyway because they don't. Are there going to be different calibers available? For now, it's just going to be five five six. Five five six. And okay. we're staying with the uh, sixteen inch. Um, and any of the mags, any AR mags work with it? Any AR mags work. They all work. Oh yeah. with it? It's going to come with a Gen three uh, P mag. Okay. Uh, which were phenomenal, but uh, yeah, if you put metal GI mags in there, you know the original design, the Israeli military for the most part, uh, they, they've changed a little bit, but they use metal magazines, so it was built around the metal magazines. Gotcha. Um, so we changed the dimension on it because it was a little tight with those um, the polymer magazines. It accommodates that real well now. So, and again, the name? It's the Carmel Rifle. And how do they come up with the Carmel? Where did that come from? It's a place, Mount Carmel. Mount Carmel. Every, everything in Israel, so all the guns. Give us the history of Mount Carmel, Yehuda. I'm just kidding. It's in the Bible. No, it's it, it's 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 in the New Testament actually. It's well, there's a lot of heathens that listen to this podcast too. Bunch, you know, bunch so of they, damn atheists. You know, they need um, to be Jesus cated. <laughs> That's okay. I'm a Gentile. Anyway, You're a Gentile. So yeah, but um, we educate and we Jesuscate. The most of the like Is that the, a word. Tavor is a mountain in Israel as well. Um, Masada, the, yeah. the Masada is a plateau. Uh, yeah. Mostly it's named after, Uzi was one of the only ones named after a person. Galil was named after Galili, um, but Galil is also a also mountain in Israel. Mountain. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it kind of hit both Dude, things. Yeah, I think they're more for the dude as you read the history. There, yeah, it's it? more for the guy in yeah, that case. Yeah, more for the guy in that Uzi case. Gal and uh, I like and this, Galil. man. It's, 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 it's beefy. There's no doubt about it. It's definitely beefy. Yeah, it's 7.5 yeah. pounds. 7.5 pounds? Second. No, it does not reciprocate. Thanks for bringing that up. It does not reciprocate. Gotcha. It stays in the forward lock position when you shoot it. Okay. Is it lock back, last round? Lock yeah, back, yeah. All that, that, yeah. All that good stuff? Yeah, you got the ball catch right here. That's, oh. Yeah, so it's, it's going to lock back, and then for the lefty, when he inserts the magazine, he can just run his thumb up and hit it on the, left side, on the uh, right side of the gun. Instead of having to do, uh, like in an M4, you either have to use your index finger as a lefty, yeah. or you have to reach around the front of it and then hit it. How much time have you got on this so far? How many rounds have you uh, Let's see. We did a test of over 10,000 rounds. Yeah. Um, what about you personally? Me, about, um, I don't know, three, 400 you yeah. know, during testing. It was accuracy testing, and then I was doing some just did you go manipulation. Distance? Say again? Did you do distance on it? We, no, we did accuracy testing at 100. We haven't okay. run it out to distance, and it was shooting sub-minute with 77 grain ammo, and that's nice. what we were going for. 
Um, so it, eventually, you got the adjustable gas block there and the too. adjustable gas block. Eventually, like I'm going to get out to. I'm running a, a friend of mine and I are running a precision rifle course, so I'm, I'm probably going to stretch it out out there when I have some time on the side. Okay. See well, feel free do. to uh, call me, and I will definitely help you out with that. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. <laughs> So there you go. IWI's uh, latest offering, ladies and gentlemen. Go check it out. Is it available? Is it on the website? Not available, but is it to be viewed? Do you guys got up? The yeah, there's there's uh, marketing material that's marketing out material. there. Marketing material. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll get some snapshots of it too here in just a minute too. Absolutely. Post them up. But uh, we are live right now. So say hey to the Leadhead Brigade. How are we doing, guys? What's going on? Hi so from guys. IWI. Howdy. So we're looking forward to uh, season five of the Talking Lead AK Corner. Yes. We uh, we did a. a, a Uzi segment. We did a Galil segment. So, what's our next one? Do you think we should uh, we should bring out Negev? Yes, the Negev. Absolutely. So, be looking for that. I said it like on, an Israeli. You know, I got it. I got it. Yeah. Oh no, they corrected me so many times. Do they? <laughs> They're like, no, you don't say it. It's Negev. Negev. Like, yeah, the way. Yeah, Negev. That's the way they say it. Yeah. Can I do a blatant plug for something? Absolutely. Is that's that what, cool? That, that's what you're, so, um, you are sponsors. So. Um. IWI Academy, that's what I run now, that's currently, I'm the lead instructor for it, and uh, we're expanding our reach across the country. We're getting a bigger bench of instructors, um, Some I've got a 20th Special Forces Group guy um, who's also a cop out in uh, Utah, he's going to be running classes, and we're expanding the offerings outside of just Tavor, right? So, Red Dot Pistol, Pistol, uh, there's a home defense class coming up, we're going to start doing law enforcement training again. Nice. Uh, so, I have the ability to blow up, I was doing two jobs before... I was doing uh, law enforcement sales. Do a little moonlighting, huh? I was, yeah, and then there was a the, the side hustle was kind of academy. Well, they wanted to expand that, um, and so they, they kind of cut me loose. Like, what do you want to do? All right, yeah. this is what I want to do. Um, so, Let you off the chain. Oh, Now, yeah. where can they go to get more info on this and sign up? So if you go to IWI Academy, you see the current offerings um, that we have out, which is Pistol Red Dot Pistol, AK Galil, uh, which is one of the courses that's very popular. Um, and then it's a war operator one, two, and three, but we're going to do, we have the Zion too, uh, and the M4. So we're going to have a, you know, beginner, intermediate, advanced M4 course, basically like the nice. Zion. And if you attend that, the Carmel, we can train the Carmel at the same time as we're doing an M4. The cool. manual of arms is close enough. Yeah. Uh, then I it's, see that. it's not yeah. that big a deal. So, uh, anytime there's corresponding manual of arms, like AK and Galil, it's easy to run those things side by side. So nice. it makes it more efficient. Very cool. That's my blatant plug. Yehuda, what's your blatant plug? www.thepewpewjew.com. Definitely, uh, if you think my autograph is worth eight bucks, go get signed copies. If not, go to Amazon. I got a lot of fun swag, other books. It's the perfect like gag gift to send your liberal friend. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. That's awesome. <laughs> it's just kind of a poke in the eye. No, for sure. <laughs> it is. I love it. Guys, thank you so much for taking time to be on. Uh, let's keep in touch, you Yeah, let's absolutely. Not, let's not make it, you know, five yeah. years again. That's yeah. that's redonkulous. Yeah, definitely. Anytime you want, stuff. let me know. And I'll be talking to you soon. Yes, sir. All absolutely. Right. Guys, we'll be back with more for the 2023 SHOT Show Day 2 here at the official headquarters of Keltec. The Keltec KSG410 is the perfect sidekick with no kick. At just over an inch and a half wide, just over 26 inches long, and just over 5 pounds, you'll be hard-pressed to find a more impressive 410 bore shotgun. In fact, it's the world's first and only pump-action 410 bore bullpup shotgun. The side-by-side dual feeding tubes and one in the chamber delivers an impressive 11-round total capacity, making it as functional as it is fun. Innovation. Performance. Kiltec.
So there you go, Leadheads. That does it for another episode of the Talking Lead Podcast. I hope you enjoyed those interviews as much as I enjoyed bringing them to you. Uh, SHOT Show was a blast. As you heard me mention earlier in the show, we will be at NRA at Caltech's booth, 8263. So if you're at NRA in Indy this year, come by and see me. Introduce yourself. I'd love to meet you. Shake your hand. And uh, hopefully we'll have some cool giveaways. We're working on that. More to come. So stay tuned on that. Uh, And then... The next episode after this one, uh, make sure you guys tune in because we're going to be talking with one of the co-creators of the Kraken Foam, the Kraken Cases. You saw those in our giveaway that we did, our big 10-year celebration giveaway. We had $10,000 in prizes and firearms and all kinds of cool stuff, and those Kraken Cases were part of that. So we got Ben Ryder joining us on the next episode. So be looking for that because that's going to drop right after this one. So uh, stay tuned for that. Plus all the other interviews that uh, we still have from SHOT Show. And uh, just got a lot of stuff lined up for you guys this year. It's going to be a fun year. And I'm going to enjoy bringing you all the education. So Leadheads, go and support all our sponsors. Vision First Tactical, Seal One, Caltech, IWI, Medicine in Bad Places. Use these discount codes, Medicine in Bad Places. Leadhead 20 gets you 20% off at Medicine in Bad Places. That's Leadhead 20. Keltec, Leadhead, 15% off. Lockdown, Leadhead, 15% off. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there because uh, Cracking Cases, that's their guest next week, but they've gone ahead and done a discount code for you guys too. So to get one of their awesome uh, space age memory foam that they got in these things, I mean, it's alien technology. It's crazy. Talking Lead. 10% off any of their cases that they've got there at Kraken uh, Cases. And, of course, Mission First Tactical, Leadhead, 20% off. Good buddies at Seal One, Leadhead, 25% off. 1776 United, get our Talking Lead logo shirts. Talking Lead will get you 20% off. Uh, ASP USA, all caps Leadhead, 15% off. Factory 47 for AK Corner swag and apparel, Leadhead, 10% off. So go use these discount codes, support those that make this show possible each and every week. And as always, keep your loved ones close and keep your firearms and those discount codes even closer.